Well, hello, everybody. Does that include me? Are you everybody? Or part of everybody? Depends on the day. He's part of everybody. Hi, Josh. Yay! Hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics. Weekly podcast. We take a classic movie, watch it. See if it sucks today. See if the remake was better, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Today we are watching You've Got Mail from 1940. It's actually called, what, The Shop Around the Corner? The Shop Around the Corner. It's You've Got Mail. It sure damn sounds like it. Boy and girl work together. I assume at the shop around the corner. I assume so. Uh, yeah. That leads one to think. But they don't like each other. But they're secret pen pal romantic partners things. <laughs> they love each other. <laughs> they like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Uh, there's got to be something else because this is 1940. <laughs> We have here. Well, they're not into yoga. They might be into pina coladas. Yeah. That may have not been a thing in the 40s. I have no idea. I think it was because that that came like Hawaii was getting, becoming a big deal. Once we got Hawaii, then we started. Yeah. That makes sense. All the pineapple stuff and coconut tropical was, well, maybe not because it was the 50s that that really started blowing up. That's true. Yeah. It's Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Yay. We also have... The wizard. <laughs> Frank Morgan. Nice. Is the third listed name, possibly as the uh, nice old boss. Oh, I'm sure. Who <laughs> helps the magic happen. From behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this does have a 99% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. One review? No. <laughs> uh, no, no, 93 reviews. Oh, wow. So it's not even like a piddly amounts almost triple that's, digits wow yeah. that's impressive well i mean you've got mail was amazing so i imagine what nora Ephron stole it from was I pretty good too don't think i ever saw it oh it's a hot garbage fire that i love dearly <laughs> <laughs> it's awful tom hanks is the worst human being on the planet uh, but tom hanks and meg ryan i mean you can't it's it, true it's it's beautiful I was about 10 when that came out, and so I had no interest in (laughs) rom-coms or making fun of (laughs) rom-coms, so I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, um, it is literally a movie that could only exist in that short time frame. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, it's titled after the AOL notification, and AOL was only a thing for like 10 years. Kids these days don't know what we're talking about now, do you? Yeah. Yeah. This has had several remakes. Oh, yeah? There's a musical remake with Judy Garland called In the Good Old Summertime. Interesting. Then there was a Broadway musical. It does list You've Got Mail as a remake. Yeah. And then there's an Indian Tamil version. Oh, nice. Do do we... It's unofficially a remake, but... Well, yeah. When did Bollywood start? We need to do some Indian movies. Yeah, we... It's about time for another not in the English language movie. Yeah. We'll plan on that. Good. Anyway, we should uh, probably get started with this one, because beyond it being, you've got mail, I've got nothing. (laughs) So. All I've got is the little red flag up. (laughs) Uh, Well, it is is a romantic comedy from the 40s. Um, Yeah. Probably a lot of red flags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're going to run that gambit, I believe. Uh, yep. So let's go um, 
Wait for the postman. He rings twice. Mm-hmm. But that's... But I don't know why. Later. Duh. Is it later? Do I want to know why? 60s, wasn't it? I'm not sure when that came out. Eh, whatever. I've thought about doing that one before, too. We're going to watch this one today. Yes. We'll, we'll be, be back. Intermission Impressions. That's the name of our segment. And Stamps! Whew. Well. Uh, this um, is quite the eventful shop around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, capitalism will do that. Oh, I was going to say I'm enjoying this movie despite the heavy capitalism. There's probably yeah. more suicide in the backs of stores than we realize. <laughs> you know. Uh, unfortunately. But no, well, that's not why the wizard was killing himself. No. It had nothing to do with capitalism. No. It's all about love. And that, well, you called it. Yeah. And as soon as you said it, I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so of course, the boss's wife is fiddling around with one of the employees. The very suave, well-dressed, mysteriously has money all the time. Surprisingly straight, you're right. (laughs) He is, yeah, he... He's very fabulous. He takes by Gadar, rather, it's a big pink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this is Europe. He's not gay, he's European. That's not an excuse. (laughs) not saying it's an excuse. Uh, But that is a thing. That's... I can All think right. of several European men where a lot of, at least Americans, <laughs> think he's gay, but he's not. He's just European. Well, that's fair. This is in Budapest. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything that takes place in Hungary. No. At first I thought this is not going to feel like Hungary. But for the most kinda does. part, it kind of does. Yeah. There's at least Hungarian words on the walls and on the doors. The money is Hungarian. Of course, the actors aren't Hungarian. But the last names involved on most of them yeah. are. Or seem to be. I'm not super familiar with Hungarian names, but... They have a Slavic Matichek, feel Bonish, to them. So. Yeah. Uh, I am boorish enough of an American to believe it. <laughs> Fair. It fits for me. Yes. So that's okay. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it's a pandering or an appropriation or anything. It feels as rather legit as best I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> they were surprisingly good about all that a lot back then. Like, Treasure of the Sierra Madre was pretty solid, too. That's true. It does sort of depend on the movie and the director, I believe. Yeah. There were a few directors back then. They had their own ideas of what they thought life in this location would be like. Yeah. We need to talk about how much of a dick Jimmy Stewart is in here. I don't think he is. He's kind of a bit of a dick. I don't think he is. He's a fussy little bitch and everything has to go his way. And he has a little mini tin for tantrums when things aren't going his way. Yeah. I don't care for that. It makes him a dick. Then I'm a dick. <laughs> Not saying I don't like you, I'm just saying you're a dick. Uh, you also haven't had to, like, work with me in a situation like that, mm-hmm. so. That's also why I, I refuse to take on power, because that would feed that, and, yeah. My way, huh? No, thank you. Well, I know how to do it right. You're doing it wrong. Let me fix it for you. I have that, too, and, and it's... It's sort of a let me fix it for you, but it's a, um, don't embarrass yourself, I'll just do it all. That's another part of my problem. That's my thing. Why I don't do anything. 
That's why I do everything. Well, I end up doing everything if I do anything. So I do nothing and just let things be terrible. I just do everything from the start and go, there you go. <laughs> it's good, right? First time. You're welcome. Uh, but I don't have that feeling of him in here. I do. He's not doing everything himself and, you know, just being like, here, it's great. You're welcome. It's, I'm kind of doing everything, but it sort of goes to shit and it ends up not going my way. And I don't see that. I don't know. I, I, there's like an inconsistency with bits of that for me. I think he's doing very well in his position and he's performing it admirably. And yes, that takes being a bit of a dick. Capitalism, I wouldn't understand. Another reason I don't like capitalism. <laughs> but moving on from that, and yes, the capitalism definitely is impacting my enjoyment of this film. I can set it aside well enough that I am enjoying it because it's it's very charming. Yes. But there's just little things keep coming up and make me go, oh, that's right. That's why I hate commerce. Oh, that's right. That's why I hate sales. We need to talk about this cigarette box that played old Chichorn <sighs> He's right. It's a terrible, terrible idea. I agree. I like how Margaret Sullivan spun it around to make the sale. I don't get how that convinced Frank Morgan to buy a job lot of them and still sell them as cigarette boxes. Yeah, no. Selling the one, yes, that's great. You sold one. Mm -hmm. You're not going to something sell. it wasn't made for. Yep. It Sure, it showcases her salesman, salesperson. Salesman, her salesmanship. It's her the forties. Sales skills. It's the forties. Salesmanship. I'm still going with sales skills. Okay. It's just it pisses me off to say salesman for a woman. It just. I agree, but this movie's from nineteen forty. It's putting it in context. Isn't the whole point of this podcast that we take these movies out of context? Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, regardless. <laughs> she had good skills. She Agreed. was showing them off. Agreed. And I hate the fact that those skills are A, effective, and B, considered valuable. Well, yeah, to the boss, the guy who owns the store, of course, they have valuable skills. Yeah. And say whatever you have to say to get the money. And she even upped the price on the spot. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. I, uh, which shows you pricing is arbitrary. <laughs> well, yes. Um, what, what would it cost him? Two sixty something. Two eighty five, I think. It was. No, it was, it was two sixty five. Because they were marked on sale for two sixty nine. They were making four cents a box. I remember that. Okay, but so, he said something about four twenty five. That's what he would put as the price. Okay, two sixty five was what he would pay, and he would mark them at four twenty five. And she said, "Oh, it's only five fifty marked down from six ninety five. Right? Yeah. Okay. Commerce is a stupid game oh, that yeah. I can't okay. believe we still fucking play. I know. I know. That aside, <laughs> I just still don't understand how that convinced him to buy so many of them and. Try because to he had them. to, he he had to buy enough to get his discount. I suppose because bulk discount is also kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that show that Matuszczyk is bad at business? Kinda. Because there's all of these woes that he seems to be experiencing, and hey, we've, Ian. we've seen bits of it. 
Most bosses are bad at business. I know this. I know. <laughs> but this is a cute store in a different country. Yep. And it's Hollywood telling this story. Yeah. Are there bad businessmen in the Hollywood story? Yes, but they're endearing and they're very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which he kind of is nice and kind of not, but I chalk it up to his various woes as to why he's not nice, I think. Kind of. Because there's all the stuff with his wife. We just found out he had a private investigator on her. And then you get the vibe that there's issues with running the business and he's not. Well, that's the Staying thing. Staying in the black. You have to be not nice to take advantage of a capitalist system. Well, you, you have, have to, to be nice. No, you have to seize at opportunity. Not being nice. Oh well, that's because you know you had to be nice to the lady who wanted the candy box, but she didn't want the candy box. It, but she that's was the not nice part. To buy it. Yeah, that's the not nice part. Yeah. But in order to convince her, you had to be nice to her. Well. It's this bullshit paradoxical capitalism Play play nice, but don't be nice. Yeah. 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 But that's, I mean, that's very much that you cannot make money by being truly understanding, sympathetic, and there's got to be a better word than Why are the corporations convincing me of that these days? Because that's how they make their money. Yeah. Things have kind of changed from that mindset. Now you have to have a, a conscience as your corporation, or at least advertise. You have to pretend. You have it's, no. You always make a lot of money by pretending to have a conscience while actually not. And that's the not nice part. <laughs> yeah, and you're complaining about him being a capitalist, like literally doing the thing you have to do in order to make money. You see, I'm complaining. Kinda. Okay, fine. Um. You were. It sounded like you were complaining about the fact that he's not nice. And I'm just saying, that's how you have to be to succeed. In a failing world. Yep. Which is not the flex you think it is. Nope. Be a success in an unsuccessful world. (laughs) Um, Now, you're better at capitalism than me, so maybe (laughs) you're going to get this. Um, I don't really understand why he fired Jimmy Stewart. Because he thought Jimmy Stewart was fucking his wife. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I'm <sighs> I'm about 90% sure on that. Okay. Before he got the report from the private investigator, I'm pretty sure he thought it was Jimmy Stewart that was fucking his wife. But he knew the guy was coming over. Or no, he didn't before he fired him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he fired him after they'd stayed out. Yeah. Or uh, stayed past closing. Yep. And... Fired him, he left. Then the phone rang. The guy said, I'll be there tonight. Yep. Okay, everyone go home. Yep. Okay, you're right. Yep. Okay. And it's is it because of the whole, oh, I can't stay late tonight because I have something and the other conversation That's with his wife of, just um, made him think, oh, your engagement is to yes. engage my wife. Yeah. I okay. Think, I think that's part of it. I think. And that's but why I, he didn't want them to go drop the money off. At lunch, instead sent the guy who's actually sleeping with his wife. Exactly. (laughs) Because he figured, he seems gay, he's fine. Um, (laughs) Or European. It it probably wasn't even that. It was probably a, you were, it's not you because it's him. 
yeah. anyone but him. He can't go yeah. because it's him. Yeah. So you can go or you can go. Or yeah, it, it doesn't matter as long as it's not so, him. So laser focused on what he mm-hmm. thinks is the case that he is oblivious to what's actually happening around him. It's one of those examples of um, overconfidence <laughs> without having all the evidence. That's how we get CEOs. Oh, um <laughs> I am really enjoying this movie. This is fun. This is a lot of fun. (laughs) It's well done. It's funny. It's engaging. Doing no small part to the incredible magnetism that is Jimmy Stewart. Yes. He is great in this. Even though I don't really care for his character, he still does it well. Oh, yeah. He's beautiful. And and the wizard tries to kill himself. It's, I mean... (laughs) In a haze see that. production. That's <laughs> why we don't see it. You well, just... yeah. <laughs> the delivery I mean, it's boy very screaming. clear no! what's happening. <laughs> you can shoot out the lights, but you can't shoot out yourself. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's okay because he didn't succeed. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I how still think it, it wasn't shown. Yeah. It was implied. The children would not make that connection. Because remember, that's the main thing of the haze code uh. is... We can't expose the children to things. So yeah. if it's there's enough hints that the adults can get it, but it'll go right over the kids' heads, there you go. Alright. And that kind of tracks in that. Yeah. I'm I mean, we sorta of know what happens because you know you've got mail. Um <laughs> I actually don't remember how that ends. <laughs> aside from they get together and smoochy smoochy. I'm know. not entirely sure they do. No? Yeah. Oh, I can't, like, I don't know. At this point, I don't really care about that part of the story. I like Frank Morgan and what everything, <laughs> his life falling apart. Yeah, yeah. What goes on there? I See, I don't like him. He's a filthy capitalist. Yes, but there's, like, reality <laughs> to him. There's a lot... There's a lot of depth to his yes, character than is, anyone else. He is the most fleshed out character yeah. by far. And I think that's why I just want to see what um, happens because I've been made to care more about him than about the two that's true. Yeah. peons that are just... Writing letters. Yeah. And, yeah. Lying to each other in script. Yeah. And then in real life, exposing their real selves. And So you're right, maybe they won't hook up in the end because they realize that they've been lying to each other in all the letters. No, I see the thing is they've been honest in all the letters and they've been lying to each other and uh, Jimmy admitted space. Jimmy admitted though that he'd been sort of uh, overselling things in the letters. Made himself out to be okay, a very that's important true, that's man. True. But is like And he did say that he was not gonna go to the date because he didn't feel like he could be important. He could not put on that mask and play that part tonight. Valid. So he was yep. unwilling okay. to commit You're to right. the lies. You're right. But they're lying to each other in person, too. Probably. They are human beings well, interacting with each that other. That whole storeroom scene was very evident of that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But then it led to the most pressing line of the, that whole bit. I don't like you. Yeah. How honest was that from That's Margaret true. Sullivan? That's true. Jimmy Stewart earlier say, you know, writing all these letters. Like, well, she loves me, but how do I know she's going to like me? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? That is a legit concern. And, and with the foreshadowing, what we know that they're the pen pals, yeah. her saying, I don't like you, is a powerful line. It is, yeah, yeah. See, you're more tuned into that stuff, and I'm more tuned into making money bad. 
Uh, it's there, I know, and I mean, the damn uh, thing's called the shop around the corner. There's gonna be. Yeah, well, yeah, but the it's that backdrop. It just. Uh, you can see how humans become less human in the presence of commerce, or more human, since um, that's what we do. It's the attempt, I guess. Uh, big part of my struggle there, yo. As a human, should I engage in commerce? Because <laughs> that's what humans seem to do. Eh. Anyway, shall we get back to it? Yes, I'm keen to get back to this. Yes. We'll be back for our curtain call and maybe Smoochy Smoochy. Oh, there's, I'm pretty sure there will be Smoochy Smoochy, whether Smoochy Smoochy continues indefinitely beyond the end of the movie is up for debate. Fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll see if Jimmy wants to put a ring on it. Yeah. Well, boys, you can always win women with sock garters. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> this is quite an adorable, charming, oh, yes. endearing little movie. Utterly delightful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a bit corny. Capitalism aside, it's great. It's sort of the genesis of everything Hallmark did. <laughs> But I still, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Christmas was a big help. Yes. But just, it made it more believable, all the corniness and the, I was more okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) And still, I liked the story of Frank Morgan. Yeah. It's the more capitalist story, but I just liked it better. See, and I like the cheese of the the romance and the as much as I don't like deception, like the little deceptions were so much fun. There were bits to that that just were really bugging me. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart found out rather quickly that he's the dear friend. Yeah, and he almost starts playing with her, and for a while it made it seem like he was trying to find a way to have her end it all, so that he didn't have to. But then I once, didn't see that. It got that vibe a few times. But then once she said she had feelings, like, from the get-go, <clears throat> yeah. when they were working together, then all of a sudden it was, oh, I I still need to deceive you into uh, being okay with the fact that it's me. <laughs> well, he wanted the whole thing. Like, he's aware that she's fallen in love with his mind, but he's also... Under the impression that she doesn't like him in person. It was that I love you, but I don't like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how I am with humanity. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) One-on-one, individually, mostly I like him. Case by case base. (laughs) Yes. I said mostly. Yeah, it's mostly, yeah. We're fine. I don't interact with the upper echelons anymore, so it's mostly instead of just sometimes. That helps with the numbers, doesn't it? It really does. (laughs) There are some very fine people. In the... There is issues that I have with Margaret Sullivan's character in here. And a, how? A bit of it is very stereotypical girl, damsel in distress almost. I need my white horse riding knight in shining armor to come and sweep me off my feet. Yeah. There was that one line from the first part. I wrote it down. We hate to admit we're wrong. That's why we're so feminine. Yeah. Talking about her gender. Yeah. Just stuff like that. But meanwhile, she's very intelligent and 
go red and very capable. Uh, oh, absolutely. And she can sell a singing cigarette box to. <laughs> so long as you'd say it's a candy box. <laughs> uh, those. Yeah. Jimmy Stewart was the only <laughs> smart one in that. <laughs> smart in one way. She was smart to sell the one the way she did. Oh, yeah. But it just wasn't a smart way to sell no, all of them. That's or the, any other. That's exactly the, 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 the problem with commerce. I kind of wanted to see more of that, though. More uh, sales skills. I hate sales skills. It just rubs me the wrong way every time. That's, I agree. Why, that's why I don't buy but cars. <laughs> sometimes there's cleverness. And sometimes I'm impressed at how you did that. I was kind of impressed with the whole candy box angle with her. Wanted to see what else, what other tricks she had. I'm not buying it, so I'll just watch you do your thing. I guess, but I, I don't know. I may throw up a little on the inside, but I still want to <laughs> see what you do. It's still a fine thing to watch a master at work, even when you utterly disagree with what they're doing. I guess, yeah, I get that. Sometimes you just, yeah, you appreciate the art. Even if Despite it's... the artist. Yes. <laughs> I can't say anything. I was listening to Insane Clown Posse on the way here, so... See? Go. <laughs> Actually, from everything I can tell, they're solid human beings in general. But... So I've heard, yeah. Like, apparently Jimmy Stewart in here. Yeah. I still didn't... <laughs> There's bits to his character I don't like. But then... You get to know him a little better, and it's okay. <laughs> He's not a complete ass. He just uh, has asshole tendencies. And yeah. don't we all? Don't we all have those moments? Oh, yeah. So it's it's fine. I did like the Christmas carol-y angle of Frank Morgan. <laughs> he sure got a lot more jolly after he tried to kill himself and that's was true. unsuccessful. <laughs> Well, when you've got something that's like digging into you and making you miserable, he had a, excising that. Yeah, and... he had a lot of good things to say about like the poison yep. that gets into your mind. Yeah, and just will start eating away, and it's that overconfidence thing of you know the poison in your mind's telling you you're right. Yeah, and it's all this. No, look it up. All the dots they're connecting. Ta-da. Yeah, and because you were totally right, he thought. It was Jimmy Stewart yep. banging his wife. <laughs> so, uh, um, misunderstanding, I suppose. <laughs> um, but he got his job back, and he became <clears throat> the manager as he deserved. As the wizard went in the loony bin, sorta. No, he was he's rich, so it was a uh, retreat. It was a hospital, a rehab. Uh, it was a spa. <laughs> a spa. There we go. You don't call it fat camp. It's a spa. <laughs> uh, but you're right. He could afford it. Yep. Meaning he really... There were no money woes, aside from just your normal capitalist uh, penny-pinching yeah, yeah. shit. Because, you know, once Christmas came, it was, oh, bonus for you, bonus for you. New guy I never met, here's some bonus for you. Well, then it wouldn't. It didn't matter. It was bonus comes from unpaid wages to begin with. So you know. Wow. Well, uh, oh, thank you, you for giving me part of the money you stole from my labor. That's a nice gesture. There is a lot here that does glamorize 
capitalism. Yep. This devotion to your boss. <sighs> yep. Which they do a good job in here of endearing that. I don't they, know. They make him be this nice guy that has done great things for you and supports you and that you should support him when he's having issues in his life. They do a good job in here well, of that's making that all nice and rosy. The general idea of humanity is you should be taking care of each other. Like, mm-hmm. that's... But they do a good job of that, showing that in here. You does just have he to deserve the capitalism. to be in the position that he's in? Like, he doesn't have the best sense for what to buy for the shop. He wanted to buy those cigarette boxes. Yeah. He thought they were brilliant. Um, his sales skills are mediocre at best. That's mm, true. Um, especially evidenced at the end when he's trying to talk those ladies <laughs> outside. <laughs> he's trying to trick them into thinking it's a good price, and they know exactly who he is and what he's doing. Like, uh, it, those at the top of the pile rarely deserve to be there. Fair point. As I said, without all the uh, sticky wicket of capitalism <laughs> in this story, it makes everything seem great. Yeah. Wonderful. Like. Yep. The things we should do as, as human. humans. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but capitalism throws a wrench into it. Yeah. It makes it feel fake and ingenuine and subservient almost. Because that's really what it is. Yep. Let me spend my wages that aren't my full wages, because you took a lot of them from me over the past year, to yep. buy something for you as a yep. thank you for... Stealing part of my wages all Here's year. Here's a pizza party. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That'd actually be the best Christmas present. We're going to give our boss a pizza party. <laughs> Merry Christmas, sir. Uh, well, on this, we are our own bosses, so... Pizza party! If you would like to fund our pizza party, you can be a patron. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Maybe someday we'll buy our own leather goods store. (laughs) No, I don't want to be a capitalist. Thank you. I don't know leather. I have a certain recognition for quality, but... He says while providing a service that hopefully people pay money for. I hope I know we're good at this. I mean, practice makes perfect, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to improve without adequate feedback. So, if you have any critiques of the show, send them to us, crackerclassics at gmail.com. Look at that segue. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. See, see, there is improvement happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what other plugs? Oh, God. I, um, I, I, um, terrible segues now. Buy local. <laughs> buy local. Because yeah. this movie sort of emphasizes that. Yeah. You know, this doesn't take place in a Macy's or something. Nope. It's a small store where you know the owner because he actually shows up and you have to wait for him to unlock the door every morning. And he buys his shitty singing cigarette boxes from He's his the own guy merchandiser, down the street. yeah. Like... He knows the guy he's buying from. and Buy local this holiday season. It's, yeah. Stop exploiting third world countries for profit. Mm, no. We'll see you next week Thank with another you. locally grown, handmade, lovingly handmade episode of Cracker Classics. Mwah. We love you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>